Hi everyone, what's up and welcome to In Bloom Podcast or welcome back. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. Super excited for this week's episode and just to be sitting down and talking with y'all. Things felt so weird after like not recording an episode for a little bit and then having last week being like a Q&A. I just feel like I haven't had a planned out episode in like three weeks because I just straight up have it. So I'm excited and I'm also really excited because we're getting into fall kind of. I mean, it's still like 90 plus degrees in Houston, or at least that's what the feels like temperature is. Um, And it's really hot, but I've noticed when walking Ella in the mornings that it just, there's like a touch, I don't even want to call it coolness because it's not even like cool air per se, but the air is cooler. So I've been feeling that in the mornings and it's just provided some ounces of optimism to my mornings. And I've been really appreciating that. I don't know why I'm talking about that right now, but we are. And I'm, oh, I know why. Because I am excited to do my um, fall bucket list episode and yeah, just get into all that stuff. And I think I want to do a summer favorites episode and just actually, did I already do that? I don't know. I need to go back and look at if I already did that just to wrap up the summer before we get into fall. Um, just to share like the things I loved and everything, but I'm really excited to do like the fall bucket list episode and like just talk about all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I just really come alive in the fall time. I I do in the summer. I feel like I used to in the summer when I lived at the beach, but now that I don't live at it and I just work during the summer, summer is kind of not my vibe. It is for my younger self, but not for my current self, if you know what I mean. So (laughs) I'm just really excited for fall, if you can't tell. But before we get into the episode, let's go ahead and get started with the quote, goal, and gratitude of the week. So my quote this week is from Pinterest, and I really liked it. Um, I thought it was pretty relevant to this week's episode, which we're going to be talking all about my energy givers in this week's episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. And you might be like, why do we need to know that information? (laughs) I hear you. But hear me out. I think that me sharing the things that give me energy is good, I guess, motivation and hopefully can help you take a look at your own life and identify the things that really just uplift you and provide you good positive energy. Because if there's anything that this year has taught me, there's a lot that this year has taught me, but one of the things this year has taught me is how important it is to identify and implement the things that give you energy in your life. Because when you become an adult, you just start getting pulled in so many different ways And I think one of the best ways to just keep yourself like level emotionally and mentally and just overall have a better well-being is to identify those things that lift you up when you're not feeling as well. Those things that 
you literally use almost as like crutches in those times where things aren't going as well or you know you may just be having a hard time knowing the things that give you life and give you energy and just make you feel better and just put you in a better mindset and mood overall is so important and i feel like it's so overlooked and not enough people pay attention to the things in their own life that give them energy i feel like they look outwards and they're like oh this is what people are doing on tiktok or this is what i see posted on instagram a lot so that's what i need to do and it may not be the thing that gives you energy you know like i think for sure there are certain things that universally we can say give everyone energy because scientifically speaking that's just what they do and those things are you know getting movements staying hydrated making sure you're eating those kinds of things you know your basic biological needs definitely give you energy but when it comes to hobbies and habits and just your overall personal things we're all different and we all receive energy different ways and like doing different things you know some people may be a lot more extroverted some people may be a lot more introverted and based off of that you're going to get your energy in different ways and your energy is also going to be drained in different ways i was going to do energy givers and energy takers in this episode but it could i could literally sit here all day and talk about it probably and i was thinking about doing an energy like takers episode which i feel like would be good because i think it really helps highlight the things that you just you know need to try to eliminate from your life and do less of overall but at the same time it just sounds like it'd be like an inherently very negative episode so i don't really know if i want to do that i mean if you want to hear that as like a follow-up episode in a few weeks or something definitely let me know and it's honestly a lot easier to identify energy takers for me than it is energy givers but i really liked sitting down and planning this episode because i do feel like i'm the type of person that can get caught up in what's expected of me or what like looks best to be doing and oftentimes can find myself neglecting the things that do give me energy because I'm just looking elsewhere to get energy for myself. So that's kind of the basis of this episode and why we're talking about what we're talking about. I was about to read the quote and then I just started going on the whole baseline of why I'm doing this episode. So now let's actually get into the quote now that I've laid the ground foundation for the episode the quote says do the inner work so you don't have to rely on external energy to make you feel whole and i love this because i think inner work can mean a lot of things i think that it means you know identifying and noticing the things that really just bring you down and also the things that you struggle with the things that you maybe don't struggle with just really like getting to know yourself honestly in every way shape and form and i really like this quote because it just reminds me of how all of us can get so caught up in relying on external things to make us feel whole and the quote says feel whole and honestly at the end of the day it's different for everyone and i think that a lot of worldly things can't really make us feel whole So that's why I think it's so important to just really be in touch with yourself and also just really be in touch with, you know, your overall well-being, your spirituality with, you know, whatever you believe and everything like that. Because I truly think that at the end of the day, it's a lot of that 
intangible inner stuff that like makes us feel whole and not the external things that we one can't really control and two the things that are just of the world that don't provide you know lasting energy and lasting happiness it's usually very fleeting when it does um but in the moment we think that it is our one thing that's going to provide us energy in the moment but a lot of times those things are good to notice and rely on and i'll mention some of those things in here but at the end of the day the things that give you true energy a lot of times aren't as like worldly and materialistic and they are like about what's on the inside and everything but there are still things that maybe do you know give you energy that aren't um, necessarily an inner related thing if that makes sense and I will 100% mention some of those because that's okay it's okay to do things just because they give you good energy for the moment Um, you obviously don't want to rely on them and that's why it's important to have you know the strong inner basis and just the strong place you're coming from from inside of you to rely on because if you're really just expecting to get all of your mentality and just your overall well-being and your mood from external things you're never really going to be in a good place because you're relying on things that you can't really control so i just really like that and as far as my goal for this week's this week goes I want to get back on my to-do list grind and you might be like, um, okay, but seriously, I have felt really all over the place the last few weeks and I think it's for good reason. I mean, work has been extremely busy and also a lot's been going on. I mean, like getting engaged and just like having people in town and also just like a lot of things going on with buying a home and moving There's just so many little things going on in my life like outside of work to where I just feel like I haven't been keeping like a to-do list running for the things going on in my life outside of work and it's really just made things super stressful because I just don't have, I'll, I'll like have a thought. I'm like, oh, I need to do this, but I'll be so busy in the moment that I don't even like take note of it on my phone or write it down or anything. And then I will be like beating myself up at the end of the day. Like I needed to get this thing done and I just don't know what it was because I can't think of it because I'm just so like mentally drained and exhausted. So I want to get back to making my to-do list. I used to be really good about putting it like on a little to-do list notepad I had. Um, But I also utilize to-do lists on my phone a lot. Like I just go to my notes app and do that. I have always like really hated the Apple version of reminders. I don't know why, but something about the just overall maybe i'm just not using it right but when they first came out i tried using them and i was like i hate this like it's just horrible um i'm looking at it right now and i'm just like literally the things on it are from like college so um yeah i literally have like a project on here from school that's funny but anyways i really want to get back to making to-do lists whether that's you know a sticky note or the little notepad like i literally had a list one that I got in I want to say I got it in like a PR package or from a gift or something and it's just simple it's long and skinny and it just has the little line so I could just easily like check things off cross things out and that kind of thing but I just want to be better about making to-do lists especially right now in this season because about to be moving about to be like starting a new project at work and just a lot going on that I feel like I need to be better about keeping tabs of so I don't stress myself out more by not having a list I will say I'm like very 
usually very good about making lists at work and I think because I'm so much more into that at work I have stopped making lists in my regular life but like I can't stop doing that because I still have to juggle you know being a content creator and all the other things going on so I want to be better about doing that this week and my gratitude for this week I am just so freaking glad that the September 15th deadline is done you guys there are so many deadlines for tax season I don't even know them all which is sad because all the ones I know take up like over half of the year so it's like when is there not a deadline and I am just so glad that it's over because this past week was hell on earth I mean oh my gosh I'm not even going to talk about it for long because I just don't want to think about it but I mean just working like really long hours every day and I've worked like every day since like two weekend well no that's not true I've worked every day since labor day I guess because I worked some on labor. I didn't, I would have worked over the weekend, but that was the weekend I got engaged. So I ended up only working labor day, but I've worked every day since labor day. And that's not a lot. Like I've definitely had a much longer, like working every single day streak in the winter busy season. That's usually what it's like for a long time. And it hasn't even, so it hasn't even been that long of me doing it, but I think because of being a bit more experienced and having just like more to do now, than before it's a lot more stressful but there were just truly times this week where I had so much on my plate and I just genuinely felt like I was like doggy paddling trying to keep my head above the surface of water like that's the best way I can just I guess I don't have to be doggy paddling I could be treading water and just like slowly failing too (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying doggy paddling but um I just truly just felt like I wasn't going to make it a few times. Like I was like, I just don't know if I'm going to get all of this done when it needs to get done because it was almost like you would like get really far along and really make a dent in everything. And you'd be like, okay, like tomorrow won't be as bad because I really finished a lot today. And then the next day would come and it, it was just way more than I would, I thought. And part of the issue is that I wasn't expecting a lot of it. There were like, three or four separate things like teams that I'm not typically on that I'm that just like aren't my teams that I just got thrown into this week that weren't on my schedule so it was like completely out of the blue didn't know what was happening and not all of them were this week necessarily but over the last few weeks I guess you could say but three of them were like this week and um it just made things a lot more stressful because it wasn't like my usual you know what I mean like it's already hard to deal with the usual stuff during a deadline week but then when you get stuff that you haven't like even worked on thrown in your plate it's like okay wait what like I I need I need to figure out how to do this and just do the things that I already need to do for a deadline for my regular engagements no um but it was just really exhausting and really took a toll on me I feel like I just aged like 10 years this week just because I'm just that tired And I'm just thankful it's over, and um, I really, really, I just can't imagine, like, going through that again, because it was just, like, so hard. Um, But anyways, I'm glad it's over, and I made it through, and I feel like I did a good job with what I had to do. Um, Some of the stuff I did not know what I was doing, but some of it, I, I feel like this week I learned a lot, so I'm thankful for that, too, because there were things this week that I just really learned because a lot of it was you know we were like submitting returns that we've been working on since I like started in January so seeing like the full or almost basically the full lifestyle yeah the full life cycle I guess you could say 
of a lot of the returns I worked on. Like some of them I didn't get to do like every single part of it or whatever, but being able to like literally like file the return and be like, this is done. I was able to like connect a lot more dots, if that makes sense. And a lot of things I feel like I got a lot better at that I've been doing, but I just got a lot more reps in this week with. Um, I just got more comfortable with and I got better at. So I'm very grateful for that. But I'm just grateful this week is done and over because it was not fun at all. And I just, I have, I have no words. I have words, but I have no words. I posted that on my Instagram story. And also so many people, when I post about work on my Instagram story, I get a lot of DMs usually like, you need to quit. Like, you don't have to do this. Why are you doing this to yourself? And all of those kinds of things. And I get it and I hear you. And then some people are also like, this just like, like you, everything seems so negative. And I'm like, okay, I post a lot of positive stuff too, don't I? And I talk about positive stuff, but I never want to be a person who just like sugarcoats things. And the reason why I think I'm so transparent about work on like my Instagram stories and on YouTube and everything is because I know I have followers who are, you know, studying for the CPA, they're in college to be in accounting or they're in accounting now. And it's just the way life is for this profession. So I truly just want to be as honest as I can because how horrible would it be for me to just like beat around the bush and not really tell the truth about it? And I mean, at the end of the day, I've had people tell me they majored in accounting because they like watch my content and they were became interested in it and that's great but what if those same people were watching my content and they were like wow it looks like abby really is like just i'm, I'm so excited to start this job because it looks like it's great and she doesn't ever say anything bad about it and then they got into it and they didn't i mean they should know going into it because i feel like it's very well known throughout like college and stuff that you're getting yourself into quite a mess when it comes to work with accounting but I, I just don't, I want to be real. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to sugarcoat it. I'm going to be honest and transparent about it. And that's my two cents on it. Um, and I don't, I don't get bothered when people send me those messages. And trust me, if you're somebody who sent me one of those, I'm not sitting here complaining about them. I am just justifying why I post stuff like that. Because I do get questions like, oh my gosh, like, wh- why are you doing this? But I truly... I'm not like offended and I don't I don't think you're attacking me like trust me that's not where I'm coming from with that but um I just wanted to clarify that is the reason why I say those things and I totally hear you about like quitting and everything and you know honestly I've had people literally at my job tell me they they have they wake up all the time and they tell themselves they're quitting that day but they are like so far along in the job and they're still there today and I'm like okay that's good to know and I describe this job to people as like a toxic significant other because it can feel really really good at times and there are some benefits to it that I really really love but the bad times are just really really bad but then with the really really bad times you still end up like justifying things and you still end up staying and that's why it's like a toxic significant other in my head so that's the best way to describe it <laughs> and it's it's literally just like it because the people on the outside are like what are you doing and then when you're in it you're just like I hear you but no so it's just like it makes no sense um that's the best way to describe it truly and it, it's so much deeper than it looks you guys like 
I'm learning a lot. I think that, you know, I've always told myself I want to give, you know, big four public accounting as much of a shot as I can. And when it makes sense for me to do something else, I will. Um, But it's just funny to me because that's just the best way to describe it. But I, yeah, that's where we're at. (laughs) Um, Anyways, okay, let's go ahead and get into the episode because I ended up blabbering a little bit longer than I meant to about that. But I'm kind of divided these in the categories, um, just kind of three general categories. I could have broken them, up, broken them up even further. But when I started to do that, I realized that I was like, wait, which category should I put this in? So I was like, you know what? Let's just keep it more general. So we have three categories. We have health and wellness. We have well-being. And we have hobbies and habits. So the reason I did health and wellness and well-being separate, health and wellness is more so the things that are just like kind of given, like biological type of needs and that kind of thing but then well-being is more so of like the inner work that I was talking about like in the quote and also just like the things that I I do like in order to just be the best version of myself mentally and emotionally so and then hobbies and habits speaks for itself so let's go ahead and get started and health and wellness my first thing is going on walks and preferably in nature this is a given i truly i'm I'm glad that like hot girl walks and everything became a thing because i think so many people just underestimate walking as a workout and it's funny because walks have always been like in my head as something i should do because my mom is a big walker she's always been a big walker and so is my grandma like my grandma used to before our mall at home got destroyed by the hurricane back in 2018 my grandma would like go to the mall with her friend and they would just walk the mall for hours and my mom does the same thing but on the beach so i have always just had the walkers in my family and it's so funny because i remember like being in high school and like when my mom would ask me to go on them i'd just be like going on a walk what are you talking about but also i was just like an exhausted teenager like i was just doing too much and with playing volleyball and like also having school and everything the last thing you want to do is like just go on a walk you don't see the value of a good walk as a teenager i think teenagers now are starting to see it because of tiktok and everything but i feel like my generation teenagers we didn't see the value of a walk but i feel like now that we're older and we can really see like the benefits it provides and how it's just like good low impact exercise that feels good without exhausting yourself so love a good walk Um, And I say in nature preferably because I just love to observe nature. I am such a, I I just love doing that. I don't know. I love looking at trees. I love looking at water. I like literally look at the grass and I'm like, the grass is very green today. Or like, I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if people are like that attentive to the things around them. And I'm not saying I'm super aware of my surroundings because I think I am, but I'm not like always like that. I'm not like looking into everything like that all the time but I do love to just be in nature in general which you'll hear more about later but I just think going on walks in nature is much more refreshing than if you just have a ton of buildings around you or a ton of like homes I mean not even homes because homes isn't that bad because you still have like yards and stuff but like if I had the option to go to like a trail and walk or go to you know or like walk around in a city i would choose the trail every single day i don't really care what city it is i would choose the trail um and that's just me and maybe not every single day because if it's if it's certain cities i might could let it slide and i might would choose it like walking around in seattle like not downtown seattle but like just in like the neighborhoods of seattle love it 10 out of 10 
Um, but anyways, the next thing for health and wellness that is an energy giver is endorphins after a workout. And I want to mention specifically cardio because I've been one of those girls that like internally slanders cardio for like their whole life. Um, I think I'm just kind of traumatized by cardio because of gymnastics growing up, like conditioning. Oh my gosh. Like conditioning was not even I mean, conditioning was mainly strength related, right? But there were things in conditioning that were so hard cardiovascularly and just like running in circles around the floor for like 30 minutes and stuff. Oh my gosh. It it literally like makes me feel sick to my stomach thinking about it because cardio is just, I don't know. I never associated good times with cardio when I was younger. And I also think of when I played soccer for a brief bit and I just basically I was not like a soccer star by any means I played in middle school and I was trying to figure out which sport I wanted to play in high school right after I quit gymnastics I basically tried like all the sports out right after I quit gymnastics and I ended up going with volleyball um partially because it was indoors and (laughs) because I played soccer and it was like I literally played like U19 when I was four or not four oh my god oh my god no not when I was four I played U19 when I was 14 because it was easier for my parents, um, for my brother's brother and I to go to the same practice, and he played on a U19 team. But I was like freshly 14 playing on a U19 team. And obviously, I'm, I'm playing with these like high schoolers that have been playing soccer their entire life, like juniors and seniors in high school. And here I am, this awkward little eighth grader, first time playing the sport or this was my second second time this was my second season because I played a U14 season but all the girls were like really young and it was like they were like 10 so the level of soccer that I needed I was like if this is a sport I want to play then I don't need to be playing with 10 year olds when I'm 14 or almost 14 so when I turned 14 I did U19 and where I'm going with this is they threw me like basically all I could do was midfield because I just, I was not a good, like, I didn't have great footwork. All I could do, I could just run for a really long time because of being straight out of gymnastics. Like, I could just run and run and run and run for forever because I had really good cardiovascular endurance. So they would basically just throw me at midfield and I would just, I would just run. And I could, I could pass the ball and I could do a good throw in, but I mean, shooting pretty good. Okay. But, um, footwork in general like having fans footwork not my thing so where I'm going with this I hated cardio for so long because of those things like I just really did not have a good time with it in middle school and I also forced myself to run track in middle school when I quit volleyball or when I quit gymnastics and I didn't like it but I did it so I think that like forcing myself to do so much cardio in such a short amount of time like especially coming out of gymnastics was just not good for me and it made me hate cardio So then I just really hated cardio like in high school and then in college just wasn't my preferred form of exercise I never go on runs nothing like that. I just always preferred strength training type of things more often But what I want to say is I have noticed that I feel endorphins the strongest and the most after doing cardio um, I love like my favorite workouts when I say energy givers and I say endorphins after a workout I'm saying any workout, but I will say that spin class gives me the most endorphins because it's just intense cardio 
and I just truly feel like that endorphin rush afterwards. I don't really get that after Pilates, and I also don't really get that after strength training. So I think that um, I did get it during strength training, like when I had like a trainer, because it was such a good mix of cardio and strength training. But like a few, the past few years, like when I was really into strength training and I just went to the gym for exercise and like lifted weights, I never really felt a huge endorphin rush by any means, but I like really feel one after spin and I love it. And that's part of the reason why I love spin so much. But I also really love Pilates and I do really love strength training and yoga and a lot of other things. And those are all energy givers, but I just wanted to emphasize that while all of those energy givers, I technically speaking in terms of endorphins get the most from more like high intensity cardio workouts so the next thing is obviously staying hydrated um big shout out to my awala water bottle that i got next to me you can probably hear it right now because i just picked it up i got this thing off of amazon they actually sell them at whole foods though and it's funny because you know how brands on amazon are like named the most obscure things i thought this was one of those products because i saw someone talk about it on tiktok so i bought it And I saw the name and I was like, where do people get these freaking names from for brands on Amazon? Because they are just the most bizarre things. But I was in Whole Foods like two weeks ago and I noticed these water bottles sitting on the shelf, which they're sold at Amazon, so it makes sense. Um, But I was like, oh, this isn't just like a random Amazon brand that I can only get online. Like these are legit sold in Whole Foods. But it's Owala, O-W-A-L-A, best water bottle. Um, And I say that... I don't know I just love it it's I love the lid you can drink it it has a straw so you can drink it as a straw but you can also drink it like as a fountain type drink you know like actually just like pouring it in your mouth and it's completely leak proof which I love and it keeps my water cold for so long and I just love it and it does not fit in my I I bought it because I left my hydroflask at a nail salon and I didn't want to buy the hydroflask because it was more expensive um and it doesn't fit in my card cup holder it almost does but it doesn't but so I think it would probably fit in most people's because I just think mine are small but staying hydrated of course gives me energy when I do not drink water my skin feels like it doesn't have energy which I know might sound weird but I just like feel like my skin is just like struggling right now and I know it's because I haven't been drinking enough water this week so staying hydrated and then for the last two things for health and wellness related um eating smaller meals like more smaller meals i'm not saying like eating three meals and eating three smaller meals i'm just saying like having small meals throughout the day personally that's what gives me the most energy this probably varies from person to person i imagine but i just do not like actually listening to myself and eating intuitively is another thing that gives me energy because sometimes i just truly the pressure of like oh i am having a planned breakfast lunch dinner that can just be a lot sometimes and then you just like end up making more than what you're hungry for or like something like that or not making enough and just eating like smaller meals throughout the day but like really eating intuitively is so such a game changer and it you will feel so much more energy when you just like listen to your body and eat intuitively like eating when you're hungry and you know not eating when you're not hungry that kind of thing um I just really have noticed a difference in that over like the last year I'd say I like really try to eat more intuitively especially like in terms of my appetite like 
what foods do I just truly don't feel will sit well with me right now and what foods do I feel will sit well with me right now and the last thing is listening to my body and resting when I need to rest but also paying attention to the type of rest I need which this is a huge one because paying attention to the type of rest you need is so important so often I feel really exhausted and I will be super lazy for you know the evening or something and I will do that in hopes of not feeling as exhausted anymore but I don't personally get a lot of energy or re I don't want to say get a lot of energy it's more so about recharging I don't really recharge well by just like sitting on the couch and watching tv or sitting on my phone on tiktok like i just don't i love don't get me wrong i love doing those things from time to time and like i there are times when i crave doing that and that's when i know i need it but sometimes i choose to do that and that's not what i need and i need something that's more of like an active form of rest or i need some actual literal sleep so paying attention to the type of rest you need is really important and i remember i saw a tiktok and i wish i would have like jotted it down or something but it was talking about all the different types of rest and i know there's like physical mental um emotional and like social rest and there's definitely some others so but anyways um within all the different types of rest there's passive rest and active rest and i've talked about in therapy how Sometimes I just feel so restless and that like I just I can never catch a break I can never just like sit down and like be still And rest like I always have to be doing something productive And my therapist was just telling me she's like you just may be somebody that like just needs active rest more so than like passive rest And that's okay. Like you don't like a lot of people they need a lot more passive rest And it just depends on the type of person she was like you seem like someone who like recharges really well when you're doing things that are just like a little bit more active but aren't necessarily tied to doing something productive so that could look like a lot of different things i mean it could look like organizing something or you know doing yoga or whatever like it could be so many different things but i think a lot of the times i am not mentally rested very well and i'm not very emotionally rested well And that's why, like, I can't just sit on the couch and watch TV because it doesn't help me, like, mentally and emotionally rest because my mind is just still going when I do those things. So I need to do things that, like, keep my mind more occupied because I don't do very well with mindless stuff. I love mindless stuff, but I almost need my hands to be occupied in order to, like, experience and feel a true mindless rest or at least just be occupied doing something that requires me maybe to think a little bit like i could play animal crossing and i feel like that would be more restful than like watching tv would be because it's occupying my mind in a way but tv just doesn't occupy my mind like that if you know what i mean so paying attention to the different types of rest i need and like really honoring them and giving myself the rest i need when i need it so now getting into well-being um first and foremost setting and honoring my boundaries This looks like a lot of different things. Um, You know, I, this is something that I've just like struggled with my whole life. Like my whole, especially, I want to say since I was at an age where like I understood what setting boundaries, like personal boundaries meant. And, you know, just not letting people like walk all over you, like that kind of thing. I've always been a doormat type of person. Like I will bend over backwards for literally just about anyone, even if I don't even know you. Like, 
I'm willing to. And it's at the expense of myself sometimes. And that's okay sometimes. But when I talk about setting boundaries, I'm primarily talking about people pleasing for myself because it is a freaking issue. And I thought, I like really thought in college that it was bad, but it got so much worse when I became a like legitimate working adult. And it's because of work because I, I don't know. I I finally said no to something today for like the first time ever. And it was really hard, but I was like, I have to, like, if I could not keep saying yes to everything, because if I keep saying yes to everything, like, I, it's just gonna, like, they've already picked up that I say yes to everything, so, like, I can't, I can't keep doing this, and, you know, you just have to honor your own boundaries and respect them, and I haven't, my issue is that I haven't really set firm boundaries in terms of work and with people pleasing, because I just don't really know how to, and that's probably something I need to just, like, work on, um when it comes to people pleasing like I just don't really know how to set boundaries because I feel like people pleasing and like saying no is such a case-by-case situation so it's like how do you set a boundary for something that's like always changing and it's different in every scenario you know what I mean so I didn't I don't really know how to like set and honor boundaries in that sense but the way I'm looking at it now is okay like I know that I'm a people pleaser so what does this mean? It means that, you know, I will bend over backwards at the expense of myself to help others. And because I don't want people to be disappointed in me, that's like the root of it. And the sad thing is, is that like, yes, I do want to help others a lot, but I think that it's like 40% that and 60%. I don't want others to be disappointed in me. So I make it about myself, which I feel like is an issue. And I just don't, I don't know. I've had that hard time with setting the boundaries. So for me, it gives me energy when I set a boundary and I honor it. And today it felt, it was really hard like for me to say no. Like I didn't respond to this message I got asking me about adding some stuff to my schedule for work. And I didn't respond yesterday when I got the message because I was literally slammed. And when I got it, I was literally like, this just nearly sent me over the edge because I cannot believe I just got this message right now. Because I then I started stressing about how I was going to respond to it, what I was going to say. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to focus on finishing my work for the deadline today. And yeah, I was just freaking out about it basically. And then I was like, you know what? I can't answer it tomorrow. I don't have to answer right away. So that's how I honored setting set and honored a boundary in the first place you know was not not feeling like I needed to respond to it right away and then not actually doing so because there were like way more time sensitive things going on in the moment and I just really today you know I, I it gave me time to sit and think you know like is this something that I should say yes to but in my gut I was like I truly have just said yes to like everything and I need to stop because it's just putting me in a position to where people know I'm the yes man and I don't want that to be taken advantage of so then today I you know I'm I'm willing to help but like this isn't something I'm willing to add to my entire schedule for you know however long and setting that boundary and honoring it and like letting myself know it's okay to say no by actually doing so It felt good once I did it. It was really hard, but it felt good once I did it. And that can go with anything in life. You know, it can go with your friendships, your relationships, your work life, your family, whatever. When you set boundaries and honor them, 
it feels really good and it gives you energy it gives you like a good type of like inner energy you know like a I'm proud of myself type of situation and the next thing that gives me energy is communicating how I feel instead of holding it in this doesn't necessarily always give me energy because it depends on how I'm feeling but ultimately and generally speaking um when I hold how I'm feeling in which is what I typically do or when I shove things under the rug that just causes stress and anxiety to give up which is obviously an energy taker and also builds up resentment and a lot of other negative emotions so when I allow myself to actually feel things it really gives me energy in the long run because I am not you know trying to push things down that are going to eventually resurface and push things down that need to be paid attention to and need to be given the space that they're trying to take up so that is a big one as well the next one is speaking as kindly to myself as I do to others this is one that's hard because I'm just my I think I think most of us in life we're our own biggest critics right and I definitely struggle with this a lot with like work and also just like my appearance and stuff not so bad with my appearance um all the time I kind of get this ebbs and flows but I think that's just life like there are some times in life where I don't feel like I'm very harsh on myself about my appearance at all and then there's other times where I'm just like really wildly critical of myself and it's sad but it gives me a lot more energy when I uplift myself with positive self-talk and I compliment myself and I tell myself I'm doing a good job and I you know actually pay mind to the things that I'm proud of and the things that I'm doing well and maybe not even the things that I'm proud of because even when I'm not accomplishing something, you know, I'm still worthy of positive self-talk. And that's just something that is hard for me to accept and understand because I've always thought that I need to be, you know, pleasing someone or doing what looks good in order for someone to, you know, be quote-unquote proud of me and happy with me. And all of that also goes to myself because, like I just said, you know, I can... Yes, I need to acknowledge, you know, like when I'm proud of myself and like actually congratulate myself for things and say that stuff to myself. But at the same time, you know, like I'm I don't have to be accomplishing something in order to be proud of myself, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But all in all, speaking as kindly to myself as I do to others. So, you know, like telling myself that, you know, if I feel good in an outfit, like, you know, mentally kind of telling myself that like I feel good, I look good, like this is I just feel really great or it work if I do something well I am so quick to think of something I messed up on anytime I start to think of something I do well but the more and more you consciously like congratulate yourself for doing something well and like really soak in compliments or give yourself the compliments when you're not getting them like there are some people you work with and they really give you words of affirmation and there's some people who you work with And you will never know if you're doing a good job or a bad job because you just don't hear a flip and peep. And that's really hard. Um, And sometimes you'll know, like, oh, I'm doing this well or I don't feel like I am. And that's when you need to, like, communicate and stuff. But, you know, for example, like, this week during the deadline, like, there was um, someone higher up who was reviewing something and said that what um, my senior and I were working on was beautiful. And I was like, that's just, like, such a funny way to, like, describe something related to a tax return like I would never think of it as beautiful but her describing something that we have worked hard on and prepared you know 
as beautiful was just I was like you know what you're right like thank you like I worked hard on that and congratulating myself and like telling myself you know what like I'm proud of you for you know for actually you know like just putting the time and like trying to do this and understand it so that you could do it well and then getting that feedback you know it just feels good especially when you're like working really hard on something and like trying to um you know do your best and meet a deadline and do things on a tight timeline it feels really good to hear those words of affirmation but you just don't always hear them so um sometimes you have to be the person to give them to yourself since you're not always going to hear them and like I said it can be related to anything you know it could be literally the smallest things and it could be as big as work or whatever but like it doesn't have to be tied to an actual tangible accomplishment you know like you can be kind to yourself just to be kind to yourself you can just say you know like you know what you're really great because you go out of your way to like make others happy it could literally be something like that or it could be you know what I love my smile something like that like it can literally be the tiniest 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 little things and they don't have to be tied to appearance they don't have to be tied to productivity but just in general speaking as kindly to myself as I do to others is a huge energy giver and the next thing for well-being is spending time in nature and getting fresh air specifically in the sun and being outside so going on walks like I mentioned um, even if it's just sitting on my balcony watching the sunrise and sunset holy cow it just does something to my soul that i cannot explain i wish i could watch every sunrise and sunset um i like really don't see sunsets that often and it's really sad because i feel like i used to see them all the time living at home but i think when you're in a big city you know there's buildings and obviously depending on like what way you're facing that impacts it and everything so i just don't see sunsets as often as i'd like to and obviously i don't see sunrises that often because actually you know what I think I see more sunrises than I see sunsets honestly especially because right now it doesn't get like light until a little bit later um but yeah I just or I think is that is it later right now I can't even think straight right now um but I feel like I see more sun sunrises regardless but they give me so much energy and getting fresh air and like actually appreciating it gives me energy too because like when I walk my dog especially in the afternoon well I notice it in the morning like getting fresh air in the first thing in the morning huge energy giver um but getting fresh air in the middle of the day too like in the middle of a work day is huge for me like when I go walk my dog outside I like always try to consciously like tell myself like be thankful for like this this time you're getting outside right now because when you're literally working from inside your apartment it's so easy to take it for granted and I love like when I walk outside in the afternoon and I'm just like wow like this fresh air just feels so good or this I can feel the sun like beating on my skin and I'm like that just it feels so good and I always try to acknowledge it but it's such an energy giver for me but spending time outside in the sun is huge and to be even more specific being on the beach and being in the water is probably the biggest like natural energy giver out of anything out of sleep out of being hydrated all those things I don't know what it is but it is just transformative for my energy and for me I just always feel like a new person when I leave granted it makes me really sleepy because I like if I go to the beach during the day like I'm gonna fall asleep at eight o'clock at night like it's just gonna happen so technically speaking it takes energy from me but for my soul and my overall well-being no it's definitely an energy giver through and through 
Um, and the next thing is standing up for myself, which this kind of has to go with setting and honoring boundaries. But really just like standing up for myself can mean a lot of things. You know, it's communicating your boundaries. It's, you know, making sure that you respect yourself, making sure that others are respectful of you. Um, and really just keeping all of that in check. And I, like I said earlier, I'm, I feel like I'm definitely a doormat type of person. Like I remember thinking in high school, like multiple times, I was like, I feel like I literally would just think to myself, I just feel like a doormat. And I would, I felt that way so much in certain friendships and certain relationships. I just really felt like that a lot. And it was really sad, but this more sad part is that I knew that and I continued to allow myself to be walked all over in certain ways. And it's really hard when you're aware of that, but you don't do anything about it. And it can be really hard too. So I'm not too hard on myself about it, but maybe I should be more hard on myself about it. But standing up for yourself is important because you need to advocate for yourself. And I I especially feel this at work now because there are people who do advocate for me and there are people who don't. And I am extremely appreciative of the people who advocate for me, but it's sad because I think I am... I'm not enough of an advocator for myself and I should be more of an advocator for myself and because when I like really put it in perspective and what puts it in perspective for me is I'm like if I didn't have this person like that I work with to advocate for me nobody would because I don't even advocate for myself and that's just sad and wrong so standing up for myself with the times that I do do it and the times that I do prioritize it I definitely do feel the energy it gives me it's kind of the same thing with setting setting and honoring boundaries i just feel much more in tune with myself i feel very proud of myself and i respect myself a lot more and i think gaining and earning and honoring like respect for yourself is huge and it gives so much more energy than people realize because it's so so vital and the next thing is showing up for myself and this one sounds similar but it's a little different but this just basically means doing things that I know that are good for me whether that's good for me physically mentally emotionally socially spiritually whatever way it might be just showing up for myself so it's a lot of times that looks like doing things that may seem hard or inconvenient in the moment but end up making me feel better or be end up being in a position where I'm thankful I did them in the long run so that could be you know those mornings where I'm just like oh I feel so cozy in bed right now I don't really want to get up which don't get me wrong staying in bed and staying cozy is so great and I definitely do it but there are some mornings where I'm just definitely being lazy and I'm like oh I'm just cozy and I don't really feel like getting up right now but I'm already awake and I know that I'm gonna have much more better of a headspace all day And I'm going to feel a lot better mentally and physically if I just get up and go do whatever workout I have planned. Um, And that is showing up for myself. Showing up for myself also looks like standing up for myself and setting and honoring my boundaries. So it looks like a lot of different things. And it also just looks like, you know, allowing myself to be me in my everyday life and, you know, not trying to conform to who other people want me to be or letting other people's opinions influence me. And just truly like stepping into my daily life as a full version of myself that is 100% me and isn't influenced by what others say, do, think, whatever. 
So that one's really big too. And I notice that I always feel my best and I always feel like I have the most energy across the board when I am being really true to myself and really just in tune with myself and showing up as myself 100% day in and day out. And next, let's get into the hobbies and habits. I have lots of little things to share with you. Um, So the first thing is following a skincare routine. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's like annoying to do it, but every time, like right after I finish doing my skincare, I'm just like, yeah, like (laughs) it's just like a little like jolt of just like energy. It's just kind of like, yeah, I did that. It's kind of like a, a sense of accomplishment almost because sometimes it can just feel like, oh my gosh, I just want to get in bed. Like, do I have to do my skincare right now? But I always do it. I never skip. And I just always feel so much better after I do it. So that's a big energy thing for me. The next thing is reading. Reading is so good for my energy. And this is also kind of like the beach in the sense that it does technically put me to sleep. But it gives me a lot of just mental energy in a good way, I guess you could say. And it's a really good form of like active rest for me that I value a lot and it could be reading anything I think reading is an energy giver no matter what I'm reading just because it's something that I think I've loved to do since I was a little kid and it's obviously just great for your mind and I think because it keeps my mind occupied and it's probably the number one thing that pulls me away from my reality the most which is one of the best ways for me to feel mentally and emotionally rested and since i don't feel like I get good mental and emotional rest often. And since reading is something that caters to those types of rest really well, I really, really love it and cherish it as an energy giver. And the next thing is just kind of like a habit, which is taking my time with small things and not being in a rush. So I really especially feel this way about taking showers, making meals, and getting ready. Rushing those three things makes it feel like the end of the world for some reason like I hate a rush shower I hate a rushed meal like preparing dinner or whatever I like to take my time I like to like watch a YouTube video or turn on you know music or something and just enjoy the moment and then getting ready I don't mind being rushed getting ready but generally speaking I like to give myself plenty of time to get ready because it just feels a lot more I don't know. I just feel so much better when I give myself full time and I'm like not rushed. And when I'm rushed, it's something that truly drains my energy and just makes me feel a lot of feelings of stress and anxiety. So something about those three things, taking my time with those little things is such an energy giver for me. Like cooking dinner gives me energy 100%. Do I always feel like doing it? Not necessarily. But in the end, if I'm taking my time with it, it always ends up giving me energy. And it's just better to not be in a rush sometimes because anytime you're rushing yourself, it's truly, I mean, cultivating feelings of stress and anxiety. Like you're literally creating that stress. But at the same time, like if I need to rush for something because I'm like not trying to be late, then I will rush. But in general, if if I don't have somewhere to be or if I'm not in a rush, I'm going to be taking my time. But the thing is, is I like plan for it. I'm not someone that like, I'm not going to take my time all the time. I plan to take my time. So it's like if I have something to do at seven, but I know that I want to shower beforehand, I'm going to give myself plenty of time to shower and get ready. I'm not going to rush it because it just takes energy from me and I don't like rushing and it would take energy from me to be in a rush to try to not be late. So I'm going to 
create time and I'm going to plan accordingly um, because that's just what gives me energy because I really love taking my time with little things like that. The next thing is keeping my blinds open for natural light. I absolutely love natural light. It's the best and it just gives me so much energy and it's really hard because in the mornings, depending on the time of year it is, but I have to keep the shades down in the apartment because the sun like glares on my computer really bad when I'm working in the morning for like the first hour of the morning and I hate it because I only get like some natural light for the first hour of my work day because I just can't stand the way it glares on my computer but then it's like okay now I'll open up the shades an hour later but it's only like this time of year and like kind of in the late spring and summer because in the winter it's not really like that um I feel like or I don't remember it being like that so I just really love having the blinds all the way open and just letting in as much natural light as possible and especially just doing that as early as I can in the day um really just gives me a lot of energy the next thing is getting ready for the day I get I don't know this is just such a phase thing for me like I go through phases where I literally put in bare minimum effort I sometimes stay in my pajamas all day at work and sometimes I'll change into a comfy outfit like most of the time I change into a comfy outfit but I feel like I just for the summertime I don't have enough like shorts to wear during the week that are comfy so I find myself like wearing my pajama shorts or like throwing on a pair of pajama shorts which there's nothing wrong with that but I just feel so much better when I like actually get ready and even if it's like a matching sweat set or just sweatpants or something and a hoodie that feels better than staying in the pajamas or putting on pajamas for some reason even though it's still really casual clothes and when I say getting ready for the day I pretty much just mean making sure I do my skincare and changing out of my pajamas that's all I mean by that I don't mean like putting on makeup for the day and doing my hair because ultimately I think that would give me energy for sure if I did it every day but I would really hate doing it if I did so just to make sure I always enjoy doing it I don't like to do that every day and I also just don't need to um but basically I just mean at minimum okay let me change out of my pajamas and do my skincare this morning and like actually take my time with it and actually I stroll my face every morning like that kind of thing getting ready for the day in that sense just really gives me energy the next thing is allowing time and space for creativity this one's huge this is I have not realized until I feel like recently how much energy I get from allowing my creative self to flourish and thrive and this can look like playing around with how I'm editing my YouTube videos or how I'm making my thumbnails or the content I'm getting for a brand deal um, especially if it's like content that a brand is going to be using for ads, I tend to get like a lot more creative with that stuff than I do for actual like sponsorships for my own content for some reason. I don't really know why I'm like that, but I think it's usually because I'm given more creativity for, or creative freedom when it's like for a brand to use in their content instead of in my own content for some reason, which you'd think it'd be the other way around, but I don't know. I've seen both. I've seen it go both ways, but I feel like recently it's been, um, I've had more creative freedom with providing content for brands to use instead of in my own content, but just allowing myself to be creative. And this is so huge because I've, I'm definitely a creative person. I'm also definitely very, a analytical, like that type of person, left brain, right brain, whatever. I feel like I'm a pretty even split. Um, but what I wanted to say is I really feel like 
creative things are just generally speaking not as encouraged as things like that involve I don't know more analytical type of things like math and science and that type of stuff but I just always remember like in high school always wanting to just like do creative things like I was always I feel like creativity was just my escape in a lot of ways like I loved painting I loved doing like little projects at home like DIY type stuff and I loved like customizing my tumblr y'all know this like I played with the html coding of my tumblr so so much in high school and like customizing what my page looked like just doing creative stuff like that was so important for me and my energy when I was in high school and I think it's because the creativity just isn't encouraged in the primary education field I feel like it's just not really encouraged that much like you have your art classes in elementary school and then they go away and like you have music class and stuff and granted like you can pursue those things but if you're someone like myself who just tries to do things that are going to please the most people and things that are going to make people the most quote-unquote proud of you which I say people and I mean it so arbitrarily this is not specific people in my life at all but I just literally wanted whatever the world would applaud the most so I that's what I would pursue and it's just not as encouraged obviously to you know allow yourself to spend a lot of time doing things with like music and art because people are like oh you know study 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 for your math and sciences and your stem stuff and like all this stuff and I'm like okay literally the creative stuff is important too because the creative stuff is like literally what saved me in high school because I truly just I I look back and I'm like I literally allowed myself or I didn't allow okay no that's the issue I didn't allow myself to be creative for so long and I always found myself like running to it as an outlet because I felt like I was having to push the technical and analytical side of me so much and I wasn't really getting fulfilled creatively and that's when I kind of started my YouTube channel when I you know got in college and allowing myself to be creative and allowing time and space for that looks like a lot of different things it looks like I already said like all the different stuff with like YouTube and thumbnails and like playing around with all that stuff but it really does look like a lot of different stuff and it can even be like I said painting it could be going which my friend and I were just talking about recently how we want to go to like a pottery class and it could be making playlists it could be literally the creative things I mean the list goes on and on there's another specific example I was going to say but I forgot what it was but I was also someone who just like rearranged my room all the time as a kid like I did it nearly every week and I think it's because I naturally am just more of a creative person but here I am in a very technical and analytical profession and anytime I allow myself and give myself the time and space to allow my creative self to flourish it gives me so much energy So the next thing is having a consistent sleep schedule. I guess this could technically go with health and wellness, but I truly just have so much more energy overall when I'm going to bed around the same time every day and waking up around the same time every day. I know I've mentioned this before when I've talked about routines and stuff, and it doesn't have to be the exact same time on the dot, but generally speaking, around the same time every day. The next thing is making my cup of coffee in the morning. Oh my gosh, I look forward to it, and when I finish my cup of coffee, I always get sad because I'm like, oh, I have to wait till tomorrow to like go through this and do this again. And also just going on coffee runs. I love going on coffee runs. It's one of my favorite things to do. 
um i don't know what it is but the art of like going out and getting a coffee and going to a coffee shop is just everything to me but i also do really love making my coffee at home it's just a little moment of peace and happiness in my mornings that i cherish so much that gives me energy and it literally does give me energy because i'm drinking caffeine and the next thing is playing with my dog and taking her on walks um it's just like a playful energy you know like it just gives you that like happy giddy feeling and i love playing with her and like especially because she's not the way ella is she just she's not like a self um what's the word she she's not very good about playing with toys on her own you almost have to initiate it and i don't know why she's like that i don't know how she grew up but i did rescue her so like i don't know if she had just didn't really have toys so she's like what are these when she was like a little tiny dog and a puppy maybe that's why but i always have to initiate play with her so i really like it i like playing with her because i know that it's something that she doesn't really do on her own so like seeing that playful side of her is fun and i like it and i also just love taking her on walks because i just know it's good for her it's good for me and like i've already mentioned we love a good walk and the next thing is a given spending less time on my phone and on a screen inevitably spending time on a screen on social media leads to me comparing myself to others and even if I'm like in a good headspace where I'm not doing that and I know like oh I don't need to do that sometimes you just content just shows up especially with the way Instagram is now and it's not just the people you follow like stuff will just show up sometimes and it triggers you to compare yourself to someone so it's really encouraged me to spend less and less time on social media honestly because I know that it's something that's going to just put me in that type of headspace a lot of the time that's just not a headspace I want to be in and the next thing is listening to music based on my mood. Um, even, this even works if it's sad music, but something about being in a certain mood, identifying that mood, and then identifying the playlist you want to listen to and like the type of music you want to listen to and actually doing it, that gives me so much energy. I love it. Like It's the best feeling when the playlist you're listening to or the music you're listening to just fully match your vibe. And then the next thing is decluttering and cleaning. Might be a hot take, but I actually decluttering and cleaning is one of those things that like i dread doing but then as i'm doing it i feel better and afterwards it gives me so much energy like it's the best feeling in the world to have a clean space and a clean environment and not even not necessarily like a whole deep clean situation but just like tidied and in order and somewhat clean it gives me a lot of energy and the next thing is finding hobbies and things to do that aren't tied to making money or being productive and this is a big one because i feel like the way i am and like i talked about earlier i sometimes only feel like i allow myself to be proud of myself if i'm doing something productive and that's just not the way things need to be like you don't have to accomplish something to be proud of yourself so i love finding hobbies and things to do that aren't tied to you know making money because i tend to try to always tie things to that or aren't tied to being something that's inherently productive and like i said earlier it could be like going to a pottery class it could be just taking the time to like do something like sewing or which that's not one for me honestly but that's just an example um just any little thing like that that's like just a true hobby nothing more nothing less it's just a hobby 
I love things like that and they always give me energy when I take the time to do them as long as they're like my hobbies because honestly doing hobbies that other people like that you don't like that's a big energy taker um personally I just I can just think of like when I was little and like my family would want to like when I was little I really didn't like playing like cards and I don't know why but I I just didn't like playing cards so when my family would be like you want to play cards I would always just be like no (laughs) I just did not like playing cards but then I would do it sometimes and it would just I never liked doing it so it just put me in a bad mood and now as an adult I really I really like to but I just remember when I was younger I did not like doing it I just always wanted to like go read my book or something and I think it's because when I was really really little we would play old maid and I was so bad at it um (laughs) and I think that that like traumatized me from playing cards because I hated when people would guess that I had the old maid card and when I would lose the game so I just hated playing cards for so long but there's literally nothing worse than like being forced to do a hobby that like you just don't like doing because it's just like this is just not me why am I doing this and that's how I felt with playing cards growing up so that's just like what I think of as an example um but that's just like a silly example and the next things are just kind of like obvious givens but being with my family which I'm so thankful that my family being with my family does give me energy and that it is an energy giver for me and I think that you know, it hasn't always been this way because I think when you're like living under the same roof as your family, you tend to like butt heads a lot more often. So like being around your family isn't necessarily an energy giver all the time when you're growing up. But, you know, now that I live so far from a lot of my family, I seriously cherish the time I spend with them so, so much. And it's a huge energy giver. And I just always feel like refreshed after I spend time with them. And then also just spending time with friends, of course. But I want to say, especially those who like have a I don't want to say a similar similar is not the right word people who complement your lifestyle and your current self well like those friends that are just kind of like on the same page as you and I don't mean like they're in the same phase of life as you that's not what I mean when I say on the same page I just mean like they they understand you like they understand I don't know I don't know how to explain it. I guess a good way to explain it would be just people who compliment I guess your lifestyle so like obviously the friends you have like if you have friends that are wanting to travel the world if you're not wanting to travel the world that's not going to give you energy you know what I mean but people who are just kind of like on that same I don't know on the same page in that sense with you I'm not saying that they have to be in the same phase of life because I have friends and we're like all in completely different stages of life and I totally get energy from hanging out with them and I love them and everything I'm just saying like in terms of like the way you spend your time and like the things you like to do I guess kind of being on the same page and the next thing is relaxing with my now fiance um I almost when I was typing in my notes um I put boyfriend and I was like wait I gotta backspace that but I love just like hanging out with him because how I was talking about earlier I just don't rest very well and he's someone that kind of like encourages me to do so so I really love just like relaxing with him and doing things like that but also just like trying new places together and I don't know doing new things um because it's just I feel like we always have like good conversation when we like try new things together and also just like talking about life with him like I feel like we brainstorm really well together when we think about like our futures and 
we can just have good conversation in that sense and it's always energy giving in that sense um and speaking of we tried or we played pickleball last week for the first time ever so much fun um and that was like something that was like trying new together and we did it with another couple and it just like gave me so much energy to like do something that I don't typically do with him and like I would have probably like not gone to have tried that nearly as soon if he wasn't like we're gonna go do this so definitely things like that um and the next thing is journaling speaks for itself I journaling I don't know it's hard because it's reflecting and I think reflecting in and of itself gives me good energy but when you're reflecting on the good and the bad like those days when you're just having like a really introspective day and maybe you're reflecting on things that were like really hard and you're just like really instilling lessons in yourself that can feel draining because it's like revisiting hard things but at the same time when I'm like journaling and reflecting and you know practicing gratitude and everything obviously it gives me energy um which is a given I talk about gratitude all the time so y'all know that but that wraps up all of the energy givers so I hope y'all enjoyed this episode it ended up being way longer than I anticipated so I hope y'all enjoy but be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram and join the in bloom podcast facebook group and I will talk to y'all next week